Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. As we talk about mastery and the quantum realm, it really is clearing. We do a whole lot of clearing and releasing of the past so that we can truly be in the present moment. And how do we truly release from the past? My guest today is here to assist us with that. She is an energetic ghost buster, and she is an author of spiritual clearings and sacred practices to release negative energy and harmonize your life. She is here with us today. She's a beautiful uh, RN and a doctor of divinity. Let's welcome Diana Burney to Quantum Conversations. Hello, Diana. Hi, Lauren. I'm so happy for this opportunity to share this information in today's podcast with your listeners. We are looking forward to hearing from you. These emotions literally get stored in our body, and they literally hold us back. And so we're going to learn some techniques that will move us through it. I think we're seeing out in the world there's so much going on that if we're triggered by something, it's a call to go inward and do that clearing. What I love about you, Diana, is that you have been out there. You have been on this path for some time. You've been on Art Bell's Coast to Coast, and you've even spoken with Yuri Geller. So this is interesting. Share with us your awakening story that led you to do this work? Well, it happened quite a while ago, and it started with um, I was a psychiatric nurse, and I decided that I wanted to help people more, and I decided to learn hypnosis, and then that trajectory took off where I became um, a certified clinical hypnotherapist in private practice for 27 years. And on the same light, I was also learning about energy and removing negative energies um, from 
people, places, and things using remote um, energy techniques and working with Ascended Masters. So today what I want to share with everybody are some of the techniques that I've used in my 27 years in private practice as a certified clinical hypnotherapist. And I've used these techniques multiple times myself for my own healing and personal growth. So I know how effective they are. They're very easy, but they're very um, effective. And I think the people might feel a little lighter and a little freer after participating in today's podcast. We would love to feel lighter and freer and really released from things that hold us back. Okay, you said some really interesting things there. Working with removing negative entities or energy, that's fascinating. Was that scary or frightening to you at first? Well, what was it, that journey like? It, it, it was from the clients. Um, almost all mm-hmm. my growth has been from my clients because they present with this information and and different situations, and I'm trying to figure out how to help them, so I go in meditation. Um, I, I started learning meditation from an Eastern Indian uh, journalist, and that also helped me get information and connect with the other side of the positive healing from the Ascended Masters. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so the clearing process started because clients would come to my hypnosis practice with entities attached, and the entities would talk to me, and the client would be scared. <laughs> so through the hypnosis, yes, that's fascinating. That didn't frighten you. What was that like? Well, you just well, I learned some skills. Uh, the late William Baldwin is so uh, my was my teacher, and he coined the phrase spirit releasement therapy, did his mass, did his doctorate thesis on it. And Edith Fiore wrote a book called The Unquiet Dead. Um, and she was a psychologist or psychiatrist, I'm not sure. And so I, I used those references and then I just learned techniques because I wanted to help these people and there wasn't anything out there. This was many years ago, 30 years ago. So there really wasn't anything out there, on, and the web wasn't really around. <laughs> so it was on-the-job training. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I moved to Sedona, Arizona. I lived there for four years, and then that was like advanced schooling there because uh-huh. I had a lot more um, challenges. And sometimes people would come in because it's a very touristy area, and sometimes people would come in and want to have a hypnosis session and have a regression, for instance. And then I would find out that they all had the same story. They didn't know each other. They were from different parts of the world, and they had been abducted. And they all presented with the same story. So I had to do a lot of research and a lot of meditation and then I developed all these techniques, and I wrote books about them, and I teach advanced classes about them. All right, that's fascinating. So let's go back to the hypnosis work that you did, and you would see negative energies or entities that would talk to you. 
do you want to share a little bit about what you did with them? Would you help them to the light or you'd remove them? Well, there, there's a there's a clinical process for doing that. I, I do not have inner vision. Um, my gift is claircognizance, so I just know things. Um, unfortunately, I didn't accept that very well because I'm a nurse and I have a scientific background, so I couldn't really figure out how I knew these things. So I learned um, techniques by speaking with these energies, and then you have to find... Um, you can't challenge them. You just have to keep talking with them and tell them that what they were trying to do wasn't effective. It's a whole process. Um, but it, 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 I did that for many, many, many years when I was in practice because many people picked up negative energies from funeral homes, cemeteries, bars, hospitals. So um, that information is in my second book. I did write a technique if anybody thinks they might have attachments that they can use for themselves. Okay, well, fascinating. So we're talking about the power of forgiveness, the healing power of forgiveness. And we know that, um, you know, it may sound easy, but it's not, I mean, it may sound simple, rather, but it's not so easy all the time. We know that, you know, if some things are are really traumatic to us, that might be something that's hard to work on. It's really unfinished business. And can you share with us what happens in our body when we don't let go of these things? Okay, sure. Um, just before I do that, I wanted to... Um, just to let everybody know, most people probably know this, but humanity and the earth is moving vibrationally from a very slow, dense, heavy frequency of the third dimension, and we're going to move to a higher and lighter frequency of the fifth dimension. And this is just taking place at the cellular cellular level. But because we are moving to a lighter, higher vibration, there, we must learn to release emotional baggage that's holding us back from evolving um, and, and keeps us vibrating at a lower vibrational and denser frequency. And some of these frequencies that are dense and low vibration are anger, anxiety, abandonment, fear, resentment, guilt, hatred, and depression. So it's important to know that no real growth into higher consciousness can occur unless people begin working with their emotions and do some inner work. And what people may not realize is when they have negative feelings that aren't expressed, when they show up and occur, these feelings remain alive in the physical body and they affect they affect us each day of our lives. And then at some point, the negative emotions will surface, and they're usually when we don't expect it. And these buried emotions may suddenly become apparent in your physical well-being. It can cause all sorts of different issues in your body. And it's estimated that 90% of all physical problems have psychological roots. So I was exploring that percentage because it was pretty high, and I found out that Dr. Bradley Nelson, who's the author of The Emotion Code, 
he discovered that 90% of physical pain is actually due to trapped emotions. And Dr. Mm -hmm. Bruce Lipton, who's a highly renowned and respected cell biologist out of Stanford, stated that 95% of illness is knowingly caused by stress. And even the American Medical Association states that 80% of all health problems are stress-related. And lastly, the Conservative Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has stated that 85% of all diseases have an emotional element. So I did a little bit more research, and I found that according to the Harvard Health Newsletter of just this February of this year, February 21st, they stated that adverse childhood experiences in particular are linked to chronic health conditions. So the point is that these are a vibrational energy, these emotions, and they don't resolve or disappear or die unless we release them. So in our younger years, we're taught to shut down, close off our emotions, and and we're programmed to deny our feelings and to bury them. And sometimes we're taught things like, oh, you know, just forget it, ignore it, don't worry about it, it doesn't matter, don't think about it. Um, but but guess what? Those the it those feelings don't go away, and just because we deny that they're there, they don't disappear. So where these emotions are stored, which I guess is what you really wanted to know, um, there's very specific places. Would you want to know that? Yes, absolutely. So so I'm just going to say the four common ones, and and the, mm-hmm. the first one is fear. And fear is stored in your psoas muscle, in your hips. So it can cause a lot of back problems. Uh, Fear is also stored in the kidneys, in the bladder, in the knees, and the reproductive organs. And then anger. Anger is stored in the liver, the gallbladder, and the rhomboid muscles, which is uh, your upper back area. And worry is stored in the pancreas, and sadness is stored in the heart. So in my first book, Spiritual Clearings, which you nicely mentioned, I appreciate that, I've listed where many different unresolved emotions are stored and what colors they are. Uh, It's a long list. And I also provide some additional techniques in that book so people can release suppressed anger or fear, that they can do it by themselves without a therapist or something. I wanted to give people some tools um, for their own self-empowerment. Yes, beautiful. So you're going to lead us on a meditation so that we could work on something. And, you know, these emotions, fear, anger, worry, sadness, that is something that many must learn and are in need of learning how to transmute and get out of the body. So as we go into this meditation, we really can focus on any of these areas. Right. Right? Anything. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, negativity and these trapped emotions or emotional baggage, however you want to call it, 
are also stored. They're stored in the muscles and the chakras and even in the organs. So, um, so yes, some of these are organs and some of these are muscles, but they're also in the chakras. But before I did the meditation, I, I did want to give another technique that wasn't yes. a guided imagery. Would you mind if I did that? Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So this is a, a very powerful technique. called. It's called the release letter. And I've used this many times myself. It doesn't always have to be focused on um, forgiveness. I actually have used this same technique for people who passed on and I wasn't there. I wasn't able to be with them. I've used it in a divorce situation. I used it when I had a difficult boss and coworkers. I've used it with family members. So um, it's just a technique that people can do and release energy that's blocking them. And the reason that this is effective is your arm is an extension of your heart. So when you are writing, you are releasing from your heart out your writing hand. So um, in order to write this letter, you just need to have pen and paper. Tissues would be helpful. And, and find a place where you're alone for a while so you won't be interrupted. And then you just start to write a letter to whoever this person is. It can be for any situation. Today we're focusing on forgiveness, so we'll start there. And the secret to the effectiveness of this technique is to never pick up your pen from the paper. So you'll just start writing and you'll say, well, I don't know what I'm saying. You just write what you're thinking. You just never stop writing. And then you start writing faster. Eventually you get your handwriting gets a little sloppier when you get in touch with these emotions or you get in touch with the pain associated with the person. But don't stop writing to think about what you want to do next. You just keep writing anything until... You just write and write until nothing more can be said. And then when you're finished, most of the times you are having some tears with this. When you're finished writing the letter, write the word canceled across all the pages in bold letters. This signifies that all the wrongs are now dead. They're gone. And then the very important thing is to not read the letter. If you read the letter you could possibly reinstate all the negative feelings and emotions back in your mind that you were just relieved, which which you just released. So instead of reading what you just wrote, you tear it up in small pieces and either burn them or flush them down the toilet. So that's one way um, to let go of, of suppressed emotions that is very easy to do and if you don't read the letter and you don't stop and think about things and get in your head, it's it's very, very satisfying and it feels like you get closure from that. Okay, powerful. A good technique. Interesting that you don't go back and look at it. And when you've done this, what have you noticed or people who've done this, any any stories that come to mind about just... An, a transformational release. Yes, it's it's just, um, it, well, first of all, 
you, there's some pain and there's some changes that occur physiologically in your body when you do this. But mentally, you're letting go of a lot of stuff that you were carrying around that was kind of in your head. It wasn't going anywhere. See, the thing about forgiveness is it's, it's a choice. It's a decision. And it's, it's kind of like you're playing an emotional gang, uh, game of tug-of-war like we did when we were kids. And when both parties are holding on to their end of the rope and unrelenting, the war continues. But if you just decide to let go of your end of the rope, then the war is over. And that's kind of what a, an analogy to forgiveness is to me. I just let go of my end of the rope. Mm. Very good. Thank you so much for that. We're going to take callers. If there's those who would like Diana's help in releasing something from the past, there's going to be a time in this call today where you can ask that. So if you're on the webcast or the phone, you can raise your hand and we can unmute you. Star 2 allows you to do that. And there's also a Q&A box. You know, Diane is a great technician that can assist you for releasing any anger or worry, sadness, fear, all of it. And she's here for you. So, so go ahead. So I wanted to tell everybody um, one of the, the spiritual tools I'm going to use in the guided imagery is violet fire. Could I speak a little about that? The beautiful transfigurational violet flame. Yes. So violet fire is also known as the violet flame, violet transmuting flame, violet transfiguring flame. And it's because it has the ability to convert or transmute or, or change negative energy into divine love. It's also called... Um, the, fl the Flame of Mercy and Healing. And Master St. Germain is the ascended master who took the responsibility of purifying the earth and everything upon it by using this violet flame. So when I use introduce it into this uh, guided imagery we're going to do in a few moments, all you need to know is you just need to vision, uh, visualize or imagine a flame like you see in a fireplace but it's violet in color, and it's a very high frequency. Um, violet is a very high frequency on the spectrum of colors, and it doesn't cause any burning sensation, but it does bring in joy and comfort, and it feels relaxing and makes you feel lighter. So I just wanted to let you know that we're going to be using that in the next few minutes in the, um, the, the exercise I'm going to do. Beautiful. And I just want to add that this is something that we can certainly use in our own life, in relationships and all of it, but also for the collective. And this is where the power of the light worker comes in to utilize this as a tool for the collective. Don't forget that. Use it widely and freely. Okay. Diana, thank you so much. This is wonderful. We've got people lining up to ask you questions. But before we do that, 
we're going to take a little journey, and this is about 13, 14 minutes. Yes. So before I start this forgiveness exercise, I just wanted to mention that research has shown that your subconscious mind is unable to tell the difference between something that's going on in your imagination and something that is actually happening. That's why this particular exercise is so effective. Your your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between reality and imagination. So uh, I also want to tell anybody that's driving a car or operating machinery that it wouldn't be a good idea to listen to this part of the podcast right now unless you pull over to the side of the road. Uh, I would recommend that you wait till the replay is um, of the podcast later so you could go through this process yourself. Okay. Any other questions, Lauren? And then I'll start this. Beautiful. And, you know, everyone is surrounded by their angels as well. So I'm sure we can feel that. That's it. Thank you, Diana. Okay. So like I said, this will be very brief but it's very potent, and this is being recorded, so you can use this same exercise over and over again or do it again when you have another place that you want to use that's more private than now. So as we go through life, we often pick up negative experiences that require that we live life after life with the same group of people, and we're held together by our own negative experiences of the past. So to free you from your past and to free you from your karma with the experiences of the past and also to free the people from your past, it's important that you forgive them and they forgive you. So soon these people will appear before you in your imagination and they will receive your blessings and your forgiveness. And if you should again be with these people in your present life, you will notice a change in them and a change in you as a result of this experience that we're going to do now. So before we start, I'd like you to imagine yourself surrounded by a blue bubble of divine power, just totally surrounding you, a blue bubble. And around that bubble... I'd like you to imagine that you're surrounded by a golden bubble. So the blue bubble, then a gold bubble. And the golden bubble is divine wisdom. And the last bubble now, over those other two, you're surrounded by a pink bubble of divine love. By the way, this is a very effective visualization technique to do on a daily basis for spiritual protection. So it's the blue bubble of divine power surrounded by the the golden bubble of divine wisdom surrounded by the pink bubble of divine love. So now become as comfortable as you can. You're probably sitting by your computer, but get as comfortable as you're able. And we're going to start with some three deep breaths. So if you will, take a very deep breath in. And mentally and hold it to you mentally count to four. And then exhale slowly as you count backwards from eight to one. 
So you'll take a deep breath in, hold it till you mentally count to four, and exhale as you count backwards from eight to one. Okay. So now let's have you take that second very deep breath, holding it till you mentally count to four, and then exhaling slowly as you count backwards from eight to one. Good. Then exhale one more time. I mean, sorry, inhale one more time. Take a deep breath in in just the same manner. Hold it to mentally count to four and exhale as you count backwards from eight. Good. Now, just allow your eyes to close. And in your imagination, mentally call to yourself all those people in this and other lifetimes that would benefit from your forgiveness of them and you would benefit from their forgiveness of you. You can invite as many people as you want. Just take some time to allow the thoughts or images of these people to appear on the screen of your mind, whoever they are. You might notice that now other people come into your awareness. Other people may show up now, but don't be concerned if you don't know these individuals. They recognize you, and you recognize them at the soul level. Also, don't be surprised if childhood classmates, former teachers, or even past pets appear in your awareness. So mentally ask everyone that is appearing in front of you to form a half circle around you as they come into your consciousness. So you will remain across from everybody that's in the semicircle. Now take a moment to notice the ropes attaching you to these individuals and bonding the negativity to you from the past. You are not creating the ropes. You are merely recognizing that they are already there, created in the past through negative feelings and negative thoughts. It's important that you pay attention to where these ropes are attached to your physical body. Are they attached at your chakras, at your throat, solar plexus? As these locations will be clues for you when you want to do any future healings. You'll have more of an awareness where these connections and ropes existed. And so now these ropes are binding you to these people and binding them to you. And the ropes are very strong and they can only be released and dissolved by divine love. So when it seems that the last person has entered the semicircle, and some of them will be hiding behind trees and things like that, just take a deep breath and mentally thank everyone from because they are appearing in this exercise for you. 
Now to free yourself from the past, we will call forth love in action, which is the violet flame I was just speaking about earlier. This beautiful flame, it's radiating. It's the light of mercy, the light of compassion, the light of freedom, and the light of forgiveness. And this will dissolve the negativity between you and within them, and it will dissolve the negative energy that bonds and holds you together. Now, in your imagination, just notice that that beautiful radiating violet flame has appeared under your feet, and it begins slowly moving up through your body, through all layers of your aura, through your consciousness. Just watch as it moves up through your four lower bodies, cleansing and purifying them. And as it moves upward, it dissolves all the negativity and it brings in love and peace. And the violet fire dissolves anger and fear from your body and from your consciousness. And it dissolves any hatred or jealousy from your body and from your consciousness. And the violet fire is strong. It is surging up through your body and it's beginning to burn through and dissolve the ropes and the bonds that bind you together. And as the ropes fray and unravel, you might feel an, un- an unburdening or a releasing or a letting go, and you might notice that you feel at peace and at oneness. Just let go of any jealousy. Let it be consumed by the violet fire. And any fear, just let it go. Let any anger and any hatred all be consumed by the violet fire. Once the ropes are cut, just mentally cast them aside from your body. And if for some reason these ropes are not being released by the violet fire, mentally call upon Archangel Michael to cut them away with his flaming blue sword. Now, looking at everybody in the semicircle across from you, people you know, people you don't know, just mentally or verbally state the following words after I say them out loud. All that has offended me, I forgive. Within and without, I forgive. Things past, things present, things future. I forgive. I forgive everyone and everything that can possibly need forgiveness of the past, the present, or the future. I now ask your forgiveness of me 
for anything I have done to you. in the past, in the present, or the future. I ask you willingly to forgive me now. I am now free. And you are free too. All things are cleared up between us now and forever. But most of all, I forgive myself for first having set everything in motion. Now notice the violet flame flowing out through the top of your head and then it circles back around again down to your feet. And one final time, just observe the violet flame as it now reappears at your feet and moves upward again through your aura, just changing any remaining negativity, removing any residue and converting it into divine love. And as this final sweep is occurring, mentally state these words after I say them out loud. But most of all, I forgive myself for first having set everything in motion. Now please take another deep breath, mentally holding it to the count of four and exhaling slowly as you count backwards from eight to one. So if you will, please bring your hand up to the center of your chest. This is called your heart center. And for a moment, Just breathe in and out through your heart center as though your heart had a mouth. Just breathing in and out through your heart. And with every breath you take, feel your heart center open more and more like a flower opening its petals. Just breathing in and out through your heart center now. This is God's love within you. Whatever that means to you, this love may feel like a warmth to you or a color or like a bright sunshine within you. Just notice the love and peace there. Any time of the day when you feel frazzled, Just take a moment and breathe in and out through your heart center. Connect with the love. It's always there. So much love. So much warmth. Just notice it now. 
Okay, so now take another final deep cleansing breath. Then notice the heaviness of your body resting on the surface of where you are sitting. Move your arms and legs and neck. Wiggle your hands and feet. And when you're ready, just open your eyes, wide awake, feeling refreshed and relaxed. And often when you meet the individuals who are in this exercise with you and you see them in your current life, you might notice a change in them and you might notice a change within you as well. Forgiveness brings understanding. And understanding fosters wisdom. And wisdom creates freedom. So forgiveness is a gift you give to yourself. In the next few days, take a moment and check in with yourself by writing down the answer to these four questions. And this will be on the recording. So the first one, and you might even notice this now, have the feelings of hurt decreased or disappeared? It might take a couple days for you to integrate this situation. So the first question is, have you noticed that any feelings of hurt have um, decreased or actually disappeared? The second question is, has your anger diminished since this uh, exercise? The third question is, do you feel less physical pain in your body now? Like, Do you have less worry, less fear, less anger, less sadness? And the last question is, are you feeling more positive about life? So take a moment and drink a glass of water or sip some water and rub your hands together. So I was talking about uh, spiritual tools for forgiveness while you're integrating all that. So the first tool would be a release letter. The second tool, spiritual tool for releasing forgiveness is the violet transmitting flame or the violet flame of forgiveness. And there's still one more, and that's a remote clearing, a spiritual clearing. So just as negative thoughts accumulate over time around individuals and are stored in their body, they also accumulate like dust bunnies in your home, in your environment. And since we've all experienced a multitude of emotions during the pandemic, I wanted to present an opportunity for the listeners here to lift away some of the stagnation of your homes. So I provided a reduced fee for a remote spiritual clearing for people's home as one of my options today. And the remote spiritual clearing is a process that I've um, created over the years for removing negative energies with the assistance of the archangels and other highly evolved beings from the higher realms of existence. I've been doing this work for over 30 years. 
and I've discovered that there are a lot of different levels of spiritual um, of negative energies. So as um, a bonus, I will also provide a spiritual clearing for your animal companions that live in the house. If they're somewhere else, I can't uh, I can't do that part um, because I believe that humanity has made a pact with the animal kingdom for the animals to remove negative energies from us and our environment. And I want to heal those animals. I want to provide, um, I want to appreciate that they've made a pact with humanity, and I would like to clear them automatically when I do the house clearing. And if you want to learn more about this further, um, my third book is called Archangel Clearings. And there's a script in that book that listeners can use to routinely perform basic energy clearings for themselves and their homes. Beautiful. Again, this is with the help of the angelic realm. You work with the ascended masters and the angelic realm, clearing the negative thoughts and emotions, even egregores, really, that accumulate within us and in our environment. And this is something that we should do often and regularly. So how does that work with you? Can you describe a little bit more of the personal clearing, the remote clearing, spiritual clearing? Does someone send you their information, their address? How does that work? Well, for this um, offer today, I would just need their address and um their email to send them the results. I also send a checklist of what was removed for them and a, a protection they can use. It's actually the three bubbles of protection I did a little bit earlier. It's good to do that around your home and your animals and your car every day. So mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm just focusing on the house right now, but um, I do do personal spiritual clearings, and people usually. Um, Contact me through my website, which is www.earthrelease.com. And then um, I do a a phone consultation with them to see if I can help them or not. And then the way it works remotely, well, nobody really knows, (laughs) really. Uh, It's like electricity, and it's like prayer. Electricity, you know, you have a a plant somewhere, a power plant, and then you flip a switch and lights go on across the United States where prayer has been proven to change people's health and um, well-being um, on different continents. So energy is energy, and that's why it can be done remotely. I don't have to physically be at the site or with the person. And when you are doing these remote spiritual clearings for the home, the <clears throat> the energies, you create a checklist of negative energies that were removed. What does that look like when you do that? Can you give a few examples? Sure. I know it's uh, different for everyone. Well, in, in my first book, um, Spiritual Clearings, there is a glossary in the back of the book with a whole list of all sorts of negative energies and what they feel like. and um, mm-hmm. So some of them have very ominous names, but they're just the names that I was giving, uh, given during my meditation because 
I've had all of them. There's actually, um, I know of 118 different types of negative energies. I've had all of those myself, and I just learned how to get them removed and who I needed to call on because in the angelic kingdom um, and in the ascended master realm, they have specialties, and like Archangel Michael is the one that helps us with all negative energies. So I just learned by studying who is the best one to call for certain situations. Yes. And I, the house clearing takes me a little over an hour, about an hour and a half. A personal clearing is over two hours. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> beautiful. Well, a beautiful offering from Diana for the spiritual remote clearing of your home. Check that out in the special offer button right here on this webpage. You'll learn more about it. Um, there are There's another option of meditations as well and free sage spray. So that's interesting. Tell us about the... Um, guided meditations, relaxation soundscapes as well. Thank you. Okay, so probably 20 years ago, um, I was into meditation pretty heavily, but a lot of my friends were type A individuals in the corporate world, and they didn't have time to meditate. So I learned um, how to create six 10-minute meditations. So they're all different, but they're only 10 minutes. So you could start your day with something uplifting like a 10-minute meditation. You can't listen to it when you're driving in a car, but it, it can be a good way to start or end your day. And then the sage spray came into my awareness. I channeled all the formulas. I have four spray myths, and my website is healingvibrations.net. And the sage spray um, is using the four uh, essential oils that the um, Native Americans use for purification. So it's sage and sweet grass, green cedar, and there's some lavender in it. So I channeled all those formulas, and I've had that business about 20 years now. I was to come in for the new millennium. And um, so I wanted to give people that opportunity that they could sage their cars, they can sage their beds without burning it and setting off the smoke alarm. <laughs> yes, beautiful. Okay, thank you. Um, that is such a beautiful offering right there at a very affordable price. Well, let's go to our phone line. Let's go to some callers that you can work with. We're going to go to uh, Muskogee, Michigan, and it looks like Destine. Hi, Destine. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, hi. You're on with Diana Bernie. Hi, Diana. Um, hi there. Um, Do you have a question for Diana? Can she help you release a, a, a worry or an anger or a fear?
And I think we lost Destine. So sorry. Try again, Destine. We're not hearing you. All right, let's go over. I believe this is Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hi there. Um, hi. I would. That was a great um, process, and I definitely feel a lot better. Um, what I didn't put in there, and, and, and I'll go back and do it again, but it's um, my mom passed away uh, um, over Christmas, and I'm still feeling a lot of anger and resentment. And what's really coming up now is um, just not being able to be there because of COVID and all of that. And, um, so, so yeah, I would like some help in releasing that. So the best way would be the release letter, writing a letter to your mother. And to my mom. You, okay. And telling her, because it's a self-forgiveness issue that you weren't there, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You could be there, but still. Um, and so as you write it, you the first time you might get rid of the anger, the second time you might get rid of the grief, but you're going through a normal grieving process. There's five layers to that, so do allow yourself to go through the process. But if you have a lot of anger or rage or stuck feelings of despair, I would say that release there that release letter is very helpful for you. Okay, and in that letter, when I write the letter, um, you said. Right, cancel now. Even if I if it oh, comes well, just up forget with... that part. Just forget that part. Okay, okay. Just, <laughs> yeah, just write the letter, and don't okay. think about what you want to say. And you will write very fast, and you will get angry, and you will scribble, and just keep writing until it all comes out. You might have to do um, it do more I... than one time. Okay. Do I burn it? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I will you do that. You don't read it. You don't read it. No. That's, no, I oh, won't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Lauren. So I wanted to ask you, Diana, when we're talking about spiritual clearings for our home and property, when is it, how would we identify when we need an energetic clearing? Well, if there's a lot of bickering in the house for no apparent reason, if mm-hmm. you uh, are feeling depressed and lethargic and stuck, if you're feeling very negative, if you're consuming your time watching mindless TV or violent movies, any changes that have happened, but everybody has been stuck with their own emotions that have been suppressed, and they they came up in the last year and a half in many households. Mm-hmm. So it, using the violet fire, I can cleanse those all away. I don't cleanse them. I, I am a facilitator in the cleansing. But um, that can make your house feel like Windex has been sprinkled all through the house and you feel more optimistic and you sleep better. It's very That's subjective. Uh, different people feel it different ways, but I guess the overall feeling would be stagnation. Stagnation. Okay. 
Well, um, thank you for the work that you do. You are an energetic ghost buster. <laughs> All right, let's go. I've got Destine back with us. Hi, Destine. Hi. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi there. I've got quite a a, a different scenario here. Um, it's almost like I've got a different timeline that I'm dealing with that is kind of bleeding through in this current um, life. And it's past life. Um, but it seems like the forgiveness part is something that needs to be done because the beings that I'm dealing with are like, um, ah, not very nice. Okay, were they in the last exercise? Did you call them into that exercise? I did, I did. And then I had so much interference, I couldn't even get back on the call. You, yeah, true. You see what I'm dealing with, right? Like, it was like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you'll have the um, recording. Just follow the recording at your home and so make okay. sure they focus on that group. So it doesn't matter what time or space it goes through to all of them is what yes. you're saying. Yes. There okay. is no time and space yeah. beyond the third dimension anyhow, right? Very good. Okay. Thank you so much for that. And that's why I put past, present, and future because it's all the same. Yeah. You no, might not have heard that line in there, but the next time you would hear it. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. That was beautiful. And also, beautiful. you could ask Archangel Michael to close the portal to that lifetime, to cut the cord <sighs> to those people and close the portal to that lifetime or lifetimes. Yeah, that would be a good idea, I'm sure. Okay. Thank you for that. Sure. Thank you. Have a good Thank day. Thank you. Bless Thanks, you. Justine. Okay. Well, here's a question from Olivia. How do you forgive a family member who continues to take advantage and never apologizes, only thinks of themselves? Well, that's an interesting question because um, I was going to do a second guided imagery with that in mind, um, but we don't mm. have the time in this particular podcast. So um, it is another technique, it, um, but you just have to have an attitude adjustment. You have to um, disconnect from them every time you talk to them. Put bubbles around you, those three colored bubbles. Put bubbles around them. Uh, before you go to bed at night, ask Archangel Michael to sever all connection to any person, place, or thing that is not for your highest and greatest good. Okay. And energetically, that will make a difference. The colors will make a difference. The disconnect will make a difference. And if you did this process, the next time I have the opportunity to present it, um, it will it'll be a good um exercise for you to do this. I can't really say it in this particular session. Well, thank you for this. You've got uh incredible work that you help people move through these energies and good tools for everyone. And it really is us keeping ourselves free from those cords and energetic cords of others. Right? So energy and cleaning. Yeah, and again, what happened just happened, and there is a 
uh, integration process that needs to happen um, with what we just did, and that will take place over time. That's why I suggested that in a few days you just check in and see if you have less resentment, less pain, less anger, are you less sad, all those things. See if there's any uplifting changes. And it will take place over time, but I'm just giving you a couple days to do that. Right now you might not have noticed any difference. Or did you? Or did you? Okay. If anyone would like to share, you can do that in our chat box. Thank you, Randy. Randy says you are clearly improving lives. Oh, thank you, Randy. Isn't that nice? Yes. Perfect. I love everything that you've talked about today and the remote clearing. I mean, again, I want to just say you're doing it with the higher beings of intelligence, higher intelligence, higher dimensional beings. And we can literally call on these beings like you do in our environment and in our space. Yes, in in all three of my books, I give the names of the spiritual clearing team that you can call upon and help help with the, the negative energies in your life. And like I said, the third book has a script. Well, the first book has a script, too, that you can follow and you just read it. It takes about an hour. And you can also do your own spiritual clearings. They're not at the level I do, of course, but they're very effective and they're very empowering. Um, let's talk about when, when, so some reason, some situations that may require a home spiritual clearing, you've got a list here on this special offer page. And it's really interesting where long lost items can continually reappear. That's a situation that may require a home spiritual clearing. Is that um, a ghost or a disincarnate, or what's going on there? Yeah, it, it could be. Um, it could be either of those. It could be um, a demonic presence. It could be astral entities. They they want you to know they're there, basically. So, so they're they playing tricks on you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so instead of getting scared, we call on the angelic realm. Right, and we can bring yes. in these masters. Yes, I work with 12, the twelve archangels, but four archangels are very effective. Um, whoever, like I said, um, a lot of this is all written out for the li- listeners. And um, my first, my first and third book, the second book is called Spiritual Balancing, and that has a whole list of um, protection techniques that people are looking for for protecting their space and their home and their their um, spiritual growth. Name just a few of those. Would it be like salt in the corners or? No, I mean, it would be, vi- no, be more vibrational like the uh-huh. uh, a pillar, um, the white pillar of light that comes from the um, source down and it covers you up like a pillar and it goes out nine feet on all sides of you. Mm. Wow, yes. Okay. And then the the three colors, a lot of times you could put violet fire around yourself and that keeps things away. Just imagine that you are in a sphere of violet fire and it won't let anything attach to you. Good one. 
Yes. All right. The pillar of white light. It. It. Um. That's what's happening when we invoke Kadoish, Kadoish, Kadoish. Yes. 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 All right. Beautiful. Kadoish, Kadoish, Kadoish. Adonai Subayat. That brings down that white pillar of light. Yes. Yes. So, There's other ways you can do decrees, and you can do chants, and you can do mantras. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spoken word is very effective, too, because they're all energy. They're all vibrational. So switching your vibrations will also be very helpful to keep lower energies away. Okay. You know, I lived on Guam for many years, and... Um, the local culture, the Chamorro culture would always bring in um, the local priest to do a blessing on the house. And Ah. that's really kind of what they're doing there as well. And I remember 10 years ago, 11 years ago, when we moved into our house now, we kept bumping our heads and we were irritable with each other. And that struck me as interesting because it was like, why are we so... Why am I bashing my fingers or bumping my head? And why are we irritable? And my friend said, did you bless your house? And this is what's going on. It's the other energies that Mm -hmm. could be left over from the previous tenants or their thought forms and energies, right? Yes. Yes, thoughts thoughts are vibrations. And we walk through other people's thoughts all day long. Mm. That's why there's so much collective anger and frustration because there's so many techniques in my books on how you can do service for Mother Earth by doing your own clearings of the earth and the animals and the oceans. Um, We can all be part of that. And all you have to do is read the script and the book. Well, let's be part of that and let's start using this light work out towards our world and assisting and um, walking through our world surrounded by the violet fire and helping to transmute all around us. That's good work. We need it. Yes, uh, the world needs it. Mother Earth needs it. We all need it for each other so we can get to the unity vibration in the fifth dimension. We're stuck now in the fourth dimension with all the negative energies and we need to move through, but each person has to do some of their own work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, to let go, you have to choose to let go of some of this resentment. It's very heavy and it keeps you stuck and it doesn't allow you to vibrate at a higher level of joy and happiness and unity. Yes. All right, I'll share just one more story. This is fascinating because you deal with it when you're doing your energetic ghost busting. Yes. Um, You know, one of the things on your list of situations that might require a home spiritual clearing are um, antiques or things, artifacts from foreign countries. So one thing I'd like to share is... uh, China, China um, dishes, China dishes handed down from grandparents. And one Christmas we brought these out. And as I unzipped, you know, they're packed away in the in the cases for dishes, China dishes. Mm-hmm. And when I unzipped it, <clears throat> this energy came out and 
my husband and I got irritable with each other. And during the dinner, one of the dishes just broke. Someone, oh. Right? And so something's going on there. What is that? Well, th- somebody's attached to the plates. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't exactly know that situation, but uh, um, it was. It didn't want to be disturbed. Apparently, <laughs> it liked its little case it was in. Interesting. So I have another story. As we're on stories, we came back from Cambodia. This was twenty years ago. And someone had given us this beautiful wood carving. And we had it up on a mantle. And my father-in-law came over with his dog. And the golden retriever looked at this and started barking. Isn't that interesting? Yes, animals, cats too, um, they're very perceptive of the other energies. And they'll bark at things in the corner. In fact, one of the things I ask people about clearing their home is there um, when they have cats for uh, cats or dogs? Is there any place in the home that your animal companions don't go into? Oh, yes. And then they always have a place. <laughs> yeah, the laundry room, oh, the basement, the the ba- Okay, the now attic. I'm starting to get scared. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so when you go, you know, as little kids, I don't know if I'm the only one. But we used to get, I used to just be so scared to go in the basement. And sometimes I am now, but I think my adult mind overrides it. <laughs> but my dog, okay, oh my goodness, wow. All right, you're making well, us more energy. aware. No, it's just it's energy. It's just energy. Yeah. So can we go ring a bell? Sure. Yeah, there's in the lots basement. of ways. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. You can put right. on, you can um, play um, um, devotional music. In the basement. Sure. Thank you. Or any kind of sound like that that has a a high vibration, that also makes a difference. Um, You can use my sage spray. (laughs) Yes, the sage spray, okay. um, Sage, from my experience, ghosts, disincarnates, don't really do much with sage, or do they? What do you think? Well, it changes the energy in a place, in a in a location. It makes it, it purifies it. If you use it with, like I said, the Native American um, herbs are sage, sweetgrass, and green cedar. So that that's like a perfect trifecta for purifying the environment. So that can make a difference. Isn't that incredible that just something like that will shift? And then the sound. So we could take a singing bowl... Yes. Into a space as well, yes. right? Uh huh. And so it's that vibration that's now moving through that field. Does it just make that energy dissipate? It's just energy, so it's not like a being necessarily. Well, there are there are entities, but what you're talking about probably isn't. Yeah, it's just an okay. attachment, or just. It's just clogged up energy, so you just have to break it up a little bit. Those uh, what are those things called? Tinges or those two little symbol things are good too. Tinges, yes, yes, yes. And what's interesting there is even in Peru they have a male and a female. Oh, <laughs> right. One's a male and a female, and using two different tones. Fascinating. Okay, so we're not here to be 
frightened. Nobody, we're not here to be frightened, but just to be aware. And when you think about what is in basements, usually it's a lot of people's stored stuff. True. Antiques and things with memories. Isn't that fascinating? Like yeah. psychics. Psychics can say, what's under your bed? There's a pe- There's something under your bed that has <laughs> energy from your old boyfriend. <laughs> and then you look under the bed and it's like, oh, it's his guitar. <laughs> Is <laughs> that a stuff. self-disclosure? <laughs> no, not mine. My, my girlfriend. A girlfriend, yeah. Um, in years past, and she was really kind of freaked out. And this is before we went down this metaphysical rabbit hole. But now it just these stories just come to mind, which they're really bringing us into an awareness of energy, right? Yes. So if these experiences kind of get our attention, I look back at when I had a dog that would never go in the basement, and then we cleared it from a ghost. Someone had taken their life in the basement of the place that we were at. Okay. The dog never went down there. I had a very psychic friend come through, and she actually heard footsteps. She was in the basement. It was finished, and it was her room down there. And she thought I came home because she heard footprints across the floor uh-huh. above her. And she went up, and no one was there. And when I got home, she said to me, did someone die in this house? <laughs> oh, there you and, go. And um, we had a ceremony, and that, and this was, you know, this was 20 years ago. And I was sort of freaked out. I really was freaked out. But we felt an energy. We Now I understand it as we actually helped liberate this disincarnate yeah. and help her move to the light. She did not realize that she achieved her goal. She didn't right. realize that she was gone. And in the middle of the night in the house, I would always hear, I'd wake up and I'd hear a door slam in the distance. I always thought it was the house settling, but it was a door in the basement. That was always slamming. I know now I'm freaking myself out. But you can also I, do feng shui. I mean, there's lots of things you can shui. do. You know, feng shui is changing the energy in your home with colors and different artifacts. There's many things out there. It uh, just happened to be my path that um, I went and I needed to learn how to do this without having inner sight. So because mm-hmm. I can't see anything, I use a pendulum. I'm a dowser. Uh, I never knew how to use a pendulum, but that's how I get my information. And I also do automatic writing. Um, but it's not that I can see things. So that lets other people know that you too can do the same work. Just because you don't have, you're not clairvoyant, doesn't mean you can't be successful. You can feel There's it at some mm-hmm. level. Mhm. Beautiful tools to tune us into that and tap us into that. And so for those who would like assistance outside of you doing it yourself or looking around your environment, Diana is here to assist you in the remote viewing, the remote clearing, and you do it through remote viewing as well. Let's talk a little bit about your skill as remote viewing. Is that where this comes in with your contact with Yuri Geller? Uh, no, Yuri, um, Yuri was very interested in how I have discerned the different categories in the glossary. It was a very mental kind of concept because mm-hmm. there's different levels, like there's a hierarchy of angels and there's a hierarchy of negative energies. 
So certain things you need to have color. They'll They'll just disappear when you use different colors, like a curse energy. And sometimes you need to... Um, flood them with some other color and sometimes you need to ask for assistance for Archangel Michael to take them away in a net or the higher up they go, the higher you need to have the uh, uh, spiritual beings, the evolved masters. Yes. Okay. Well, you can check out Diana Burney's books and uh, learn more about that, or you can take advantage of her special offer with a remote home spiritual clearing. Beautiful. Thank you so much for offering that. And again, you have another option with the Sage Spray, your spiritual growth ebook. These are spiritual exercises to accelerate your vibrations. And then, of course, the six guided relaxation soundscapes. Beautiful offering from you, Diana. Thank um, you. As you are welcome. We are excited for that. As we say goodbye, I want to have time for one more caller. This is Becky. Hi, Becky. Do you have an um, issue you'd like Diana's help with? Hi. Hi, Becky. Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Yes. Uh, I live in India. Good morning. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Good morning to you. <laughs> Good morning the next day to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my question uh, would be around, um, I have this antique clock, which is probably around 80 years old. Mm-hmm. Hello? Okay. Yeah, so, but... It is not working. I intend to get it repaired because of COVID. I haven't gone out to find the right um, clock uh, repair guy. But I I just have it stored upstairs. Does this cause anything in the house? I don't really associate good things with this because an uncle and her, his son both died with this. This was their clock and their deaths weren't all that nice. Uh, so... Is there, what should I do with this clock? So you don't really want to have it, right? It's nothing that... I do, because it's a beautiful oh, old okay. clock. So, I don't know, do clocks uh, embody um, energies? Any Anything that has, a, anything can have energies attached. It's just, it's it's a vibration. So any any inanimate object can have an attachment. So can people. Um, okay. I would I would just clean it with um, colloidal silver comes to mind. Put it in a bottle and spray it. Uh, not the right. intricate parts, but the outside part. That might mm-hmm. be something you could do. Make a mist of that. Okay. And then. Um, I don't know what your background is, but you could bless it. Do okay. a blessing on it. Okay. If you I have... came into this call somewhere in the middle around 40 minutes ago. Uh, when I get the replay, I would like to listen uh, to everything you said. Sure. Was okay. there anything, anything about blessing? Oh, thank you, you for joining. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.
Yes, and to answer your question, Becky, yes, there's a script mm. you can use to um, call on higher angelic beings to clear your space. Um, really, Diana works with the Ascended Masters and the angelic yes, yes. realm in the clearing. Mm. Mm-hmm. So enjoy the replay it, and enjoy the meditation in there, too. I can I just ask one quick question? Yes. How do I know if uh, there is any any negative energies with the clock? How does it manifest in my house? I have two well, young boys. Does everybody so avoid the clock? It's just there, upstairs, up on the cupboard. Oh, it, uh, oh okay. Uh, if you haven't noticed any difference in your family dynamics since you brought in the clock, then I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, okay. But if people are having nightmares or difficulty sleeping or the dog barks at the clock or mm-hmm. there's been people avoid the room the clock is in, that might be mm-hmm. some indication that there's some negative energy. You could put a okay. cross. I don't know if you use crosses with your religion, but you could put a cross on the back of it. Okay. I'm not I'm I'm a Hindu but I'm not opposed to doing that. So Well, or mm-hmm. any you could put an om symbol, you could put I mean just saying yes. a religious yes. artifact um right. would be something you could put on the back of just attach it. That would keep it okay. safe. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Sure. This is <laughs> thank you so much. That that took, took off a lot of weight off my shoulders. I was one. I was so wondering about that one thing. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Enjoy thank your clock. Thank you, Becky. <laughs> yes. And you know yeah. what, Becky? Maybe when you do that, it might start working. <laughs> I was I was going to say that also. <laughs> really? Yeah. We'll see. Again, you know, it's it's easy for the ego mind, the human mind, to get kind of freaked out. But when we understand it's all mm. energy and that we can clear it just by raising the vibration and then noticing, really interesting. Okay, Becky, let us know how that happens, how what unfolds. I will. I will. <laughs> okay. I'll email you and let you know. Oh, you, yeah. can ask, uh, you can ask Lord Ganesha to help you with that. I was going to okay. say Ganesha, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right? Okay. The, do you, do you, he helps with obstacles. Know? Yeah, do you know the chant? Do you have a chant for him or a prayer? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, yes. well, that. Yeah, I that. grew up with those. Yes, okay, <laughs> well, use that around the clock. Have him remove <laughs> Okay, everything. I'll do that. Thank you. Yeah, he's very powerful. Thank yeah. you, Becky. Okay, that's good Actually, I do work with that particular um, Ascended Master myself personally. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, yes. that's good to know. <laughs> Thank you, Becky. I I um I went along the lines of Kriya Yoga, and my spiritual name was Savitra, Savitri, and oh. that's something to do with removing um, negative energy somehow. <laughs> that mm. was the name that I ended up with, and then then I ended up with this path. Well, you are being guided. That's part of your team. Absolutely. <laughs> you just and have to pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. Ask and discover. Um, I just wanted to share another incident. 
my neighbor's children, young child, you know, maybe at the time two and a half, three, was having trouble going to sleep, would wake up with nightmares. And it was recommended to remove the glass, the mirror sliding glass doors on the closets. They had them in every room in the house. And when they removed those mirrors, it was peaceful. Everyone got good sleep. Isn't that interesting? Yes, mirrors can be portals. If you were to close a portal around a mirror, what would you do? Or protect a mirror? Would you put like a sacred symbol in front of the mirror? I would. I don't really do the, I don't close portals um, for in what I do because um, there's a, <laughs> sometimes there's repercussions um, on a spiritual level that I don't really want to deal with. So I either, um, yeah, I would put a symbol on it or put um, sacred cloth or something on it. Uh-huh, on mirrors. Okay. Especially antique ones. I haven't heard it from closet <clears throat> from closet doors before, but I, I've there's been a number of times where antique mirrors were portals to another dimension. Okay. Really interesting. Thank you so much for your time today, Diana, and oh, the work you. that you do in the world. You are raising the vibration of our planet. Thank you so much. I just wanted to help give people some ideas of things they can do as we're moving through all these challenges and that there are choices we can make. We don't have to stay stuck. We do not have to stay stuck. Make the good choice. Raise your vibration. Use these tools and clear your space energetically. Beautiful. Diana, thank you so much for this quantum conversation. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, Lauren. I've enjoyed it. We'll be doing more stuff with you, and we thank you. So stay tuned, everyone. Thank you, Diana. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, everyone, now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. This is really just a fun time to just be and enjoy and maybe walk around your space, clapping your hands, clearing your space. Again, if you wish to work with Diana or need her help, you can find more information on her special offer right here on this webpage. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 